listening to Clifford Kelly on Straight Truth Radio, the podcast. God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, this is the Straight Truth Radio Podcast, the place where the lift of truth endures forever. I am your host, Cliff Kelly. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in here, where we're just trying to bring understanding to end-time events. Um, just before we get ready to go into this episode, again, this is Straight Truth Radio Podcast. Um, this episode, which we are calling, uh, we're just simply uh, saying stop ignoring God's warnings. Stop ignoring God's warnings. And just before we go into this episode, again, we wanted to show you how uh, you can get in contact with us. Um, you can email us at straighttruthradio at yahoo.com. That's straighttruthradio at yahoo.com. Um, if you are uh, whichever format of uh, social media you're following us on, um, straight uh you can follow us at Straight Truth Radio is the page Straight Truth Radio or my personal page Cliff Kelly. Also on Twitter at Straight Truth R and the number one at Straight Truth R one or at CK Holy Man on YouTube uh, Straight Truth Radio podcast and on Instagram Straight underscore Truth underscore Radio underscore podcast. Uh, for those of you who follow the um, uh, just the, the audio, the um, podcasting format. We're on Apple, Anchor, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Podbean, Radio Public, and Spotify. So again, we wanted to thank you for tuning in. Um, and again, this this episode, we are just uh, simply asking or <laughs> trying to admonish you, stop ignoring God's warnings. Um just before we move into this episode, I just wanted to say uh, thank you. Thank you to um, all of you who have been watching us since we've gotten started. Um, we did we, we started episode 2015, and then we kind of um, backed off to get some other stuff together. And I think we, we took back off again in, oh, when was it, 2000. I don't know, 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there. Um, but anyway, we, uh, when we, when we got started, we kept moving. Uh, we've taken some breaks during the summer, uh, because it was stuff that we were doing that would affect, um, our preparing for the show. But, um, but we're, you know, but, but we've still been running. So this is our third season. And I just wanted to say thank you to those of you who, um, you know who are listening if if you if you don't have the chance to actually watch you either watch the playback or you are um listening via the pod uh podcasting format um i want to thank you so much cuz we as we've been examining the uh downloads here we're we're hitting we're god is really doing some great things as far as getting this word out i mean um Obviously, here in the United States, but we're reaching Canada, Germany, um, India, South Korea, Turkey, Zambia, um, the Philippines, um, Ireland, um, Thailand, Barbados, Jamaica, Australia, Norway, and Argentina. So we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have been listening and um and sharing and and sharing this message. You say, hey, you know, you need to check out, you know, this uh, podcast, Straight Truth Radio Hot Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Let them know that look, there's somebody here that's just trying to warn us about what is coming, what God's what God's word says, and um and that's that's our only desire. Um, we're not here for the you know for fan or fame or anything like that. Um, as the Lord would have it, you know, we've been able to, we started a ministry or we, we, we partnered with a ministry in Pakistan. So, um, you know, the Lord is really, the, the God's word said that his word would not return to him void. And so 
uh, what he has promised he is certainly doing. And so let's get into this um, lesson here. It'll be brief. I, I don't want to say a whole lot. I don't want to be with you a whole lot. I don't want to hold you up a long time. Um, but there are some things that we definitely have to say. Um, as you know, as you know, when we first got on this, I want to say, hey, everyone in a, at a, uh, over there on IG, Instagram, um, as you know, when we first took on the task of actually hearing what the Lord would say and try and deliver the message um, of a, a, a message of warning about what uh, what what would be happening um, in the latter days, we tried to warn you that um, that. God was going to flip the script. He was going church as usual. Church was going to change. Um, that word came in October of 2019, and then um, obviously in 2020, you know, we had to shut down. Um, you know, um, COVID and all of that and everything happened, um, and then also. Uh, we, we we saw the shutdown. We envisioned we envisioned a shutdown. We didn't know exactly what to call it. We I mean we didn't know what you know. I just saw the streets were empty, vacant. Grass was growing up through the concrete. It was just it was a, a a vision that was just. I mean it was weird. It was strange. Everyone who I knew in life was in one compound. If you know the movie. Um, Planet of the Apes, and I'm not talking the old 60s or 70s version. I'm talking about the new one, the that latest trilogy. Um, but there was the the one the one where um, who was in that uh, episode? Um, um, I think Gary Oldman. I think I think he's one of the actors in that one. Well, you know when they were all in that compound and they were trying to get over into the woods where the apes were living, they had inhabited that, that area, but they need to get over there to restore the power um, in the dam. Well, if, if you notice how the streets were all, the streets were all um, empty, cars were vacant, grass was growing up, you know, like, like growing up through the concrete, and everybody was in one compound. That's exactly what I had envisioned. That's what I had envisioned, and that was in August of 2018. Well, you know, we, we, we warned, um, uh, you know, who would listen or we, I, I want to say we sent a warning. We, we obviously we were just uttering words because no one, you know, Bible says if, if you have a dream, you tell, tell it as a dream. And if it comes to pass, then, you know, you know, that it was, uh, it was God sent. So we, we, uh, so that's exactly what we did. However, um, I also found this word. You wonder when when people try and give you a warning, they try and warn you, hey, this is going to happen, that's going to happen, that this is the other. And everybody either laughs at you, they scoff, you know, whatever. You know, during this, that last administration, I was, I was saying, um, I was saying that this administration here, or not this one, but in that last administration, uh, 45, that this is the administration that, um, was going that God was in favor of and was going to move and um, deliver our country. Of course, you know when 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 because because we're so um, personality focused, no one was hearing it. And of course, I was all kinds of names and you know whatever. Um, and someone said to me the other day, they said, "Well, now we have a new administration." Ask all those people who laughed at you, ask them or made fun of you, ask them, are they happier now? Go to the gas station, go to the store, do all your shopping, do this, do that. Ask them, are they happy now? I said, nah, I'm not going to poke the bear, but I hear where you're coming from. Um, But we just tried to warn you because of what we saw scripture say that if if we are going to follow in the path that uh, the Lord had already spoken in regards to the, 
this nation and 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 what we were supposed to be and do and all of that and everything then i was saying that this was whether you liked it or not this is what this is what god was in favor of now why do i say that um i, I hadn't planned on starting this way but i'm i guess since i'm here i need to go there um Revelations chapter 13. Let me start there. Revelations chapter 13. Now, sometimes, you know, I, I get my notes together and I plan where I'm going to go. And as I begin to go and try and flow, there's sometimes, you know, I, I get I get switched around. God is interrupting, doing this, doing that. I got my notes together. I got notes together. And then there'll be an interjection and then he'll have me flow this way. So, but watch, but let me, let me, so, so let me start here. Revelations chapter 13. And so you notice now, if you notice everything that I've said, everything that I would say, I would back it up with scripture. Even if I referred to, even when I was referring to, um, um, that personality, the last administration, the person that ran it, you know, forget it. I, I don't care whether you like what I'm saying or not. Trump. When I was talking about Trump and God was in favor of that administration, I kept pointing you to the scripture. I kept saying, this is what the Bible is saying. Bible is saying. Um, I made the comparison of, and really it wasn't an original um, comparison that I even came up with. A, a, a minister friend, a pastor friend rather, um, came across this first and then I began to think about it, meditate on it, pray about it. And sure enough, it coincided and linked with what the Lord was showing me. Isaiah 45, when we talk about King Cyrus and how he was a, a pagan, a heathen king, how he was going to, the Lord called him by name and how he was going to use him to save Israel. And so uh, 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 it was through him and his administration, a heathen king, someone who was not saved, who did not follow Jehovah God, who did not follow Yahweh, who, 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 who did not um, adhere to the, the commandments and the tenets that Israel followed. This heathen man, heathen king, Cyrus and Darius got together and uh, release money to rebuild a temple to and God called Cyrus by name before he was born Cyrus called him by name that he would use him to save Israel and so when I would bring the example up I said okay so if God is not using ironically watch this that's Isaiah 45 Isaiah 45 Isaiah 45 so then when I would say okay so it it it, it Please explain to me if God is not using President 45, President 45, the 45th administration, uh, President 45, if God is not using him, please explain to me then how if God can't do that, obviously you don't understand the sovereignty of God. And this is these are Christians I'm talking to. You don't understand the sovereignty of God. Then explain to me how God uses a heathen king in Isaiah 45. Even called him by name. Explain that. Of course, crickets. And then what we do is, well, that's your opinion. That's I'm like, okay, well, all right, fine, whatever, you know, whatever. But this word of God, this word of God is not an opinion. This was here before I got here. It was here before you got here. It was here before our fathers and our fathers' fathers have gotten here. And so this word of God, every word, every prophecy is going to come to pass. It's going to come to God is not a man that he should lie. His word is going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. And he tells us these things before it happens so then that when it comes to pass, we will believe. Now, I just said, let's go here to I, to Revelations chapter 13. I'm just going to read a couple of verses here. But Revelations chapter 13, we see here. Now, again, I talked about a one. Remember, in that last administration, I had always talked about a one world government, one world government. 
you know, uh, our, 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 um, these countries and, and everybody are, you know, a lot of them are focused on, um, a globalist, um, society, a globalist, um, um, uh, government, or it's another word I'm looking for. Um, there's a globalist, um, mandate, a globalist mandate that is out there. Now watch. Chapter 13 of, of the book of Revelations. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rise up out of, uh, out of the sea, having seven heads ten and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head heads of uh, the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his, uh, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshiped the dragon. Watch this. And they worshiped the dragon which gave, which gave power unto the beast. And worshiped the beast saying, who is like unto the beast and who is able to make war with him. Now I won't continue to read. I won't continue reading there, but I wanted to start there because what I wanted to show you is because as we have taught over these past couple of years, as we have taught and tried to give you an understanding as to who these beasts were, this is what, this is the point I wanted to make. And then we're going to go back. I want to show you something here. You see here again, that he saw that John on the Isle of Patmos, he sees this big, huge beast coming out of the sea. And this beast, and I'll read this part again. Um, the beast had ten, uh, uh, had seven heads, ten horns, and upon uh, his horns, ten crowns, and upon his head, the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard. And his, what? His, the beast was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth was as a mouth of a lion, and a dragon gave him his power. The point that I'm making is this is one big combo beast. One big beast. And we we tried to warn and give you um, a sense that the world is going and moving fast toward a globalist one world government. And we, this is where we get that scripture from. But what I want to show you here is, this, let's back up. I'm going to go here to Daniel. And again, this is not where I, I had intended to go. I had something, something totally different. Um, I had my script already set up. But the Lord has the right to do, has the right to inject and, and do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Let's go back here to, to Daniel, Daniel 7. Now, that was Revelation chapter 13. This is Daniel 7. Now, watch what happens here in Daniel 7. In the first year of Belshazzar, the king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. So he's laying in the bed and he's dreaming and he had a vision. Then he wrote, uh, the dream and told the sum of it. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night and behold, four winds, four winds of heaven strove upon the great sea. Now again, he's starting to see something coming out of the sea. Actually, this is the first part. This, he's the first one to saw something coming out of the sea. Uh, uh, John is, is having his dream or vision and he is seeing what Daniel first saw. So this was this word was first. Now watch. Um, uh, verse 3. And four great beasts came from the sea, diverse 
one from another. Now watch what he said, four great beasts. This is not one combo beast. This is four separate beasts coming out of the sea. One, he said, um, four great beasts came out of the sea, diverse one from another. The first beast was like a lion and had eagle's wings, and I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand upon feet as a man, and a man's heart was given uh, to it. And behold, another beast. So that's the first beast he saw. And behold, another beast, a, um, a second, like to a bear. And it raised up its uh, itself on one side, and it had three ribs in its mouth, uh, and three three ribs three ribs in its mouth. I'm sorry, between its teeth. And they said unto they said thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. So this is the second beast. After this, verse 6, after this I beheld and lo, another, like a leopard, which had upon it, uh, the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given unto it. Now, this is the third beast. Verse 7, after this I saw in the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong um, exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. It devoured and broke in pieces and stamped the residue with his feet, with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Now he sees this. Remember in Revelation, he saw a beast with ten horns. It had crowns on it. The point of this reading here is that these are four separate beasts, whereas in Revelation, it's one big combo beast. What happened? What happened? Because these are separate beasts. They're separate. And now here in Revelation, there's a, a, a combo beast. They have gotten together there is a there's an agreement between these uh beasts or the uh uh um the beasts in in their agenda now i want to read along here where is this verse um it tells us exactly what verse is that um how do we know that these beasts are uh, nations, because I, I want to see where it here. It says, uh, and I beheld the thrones. Okay, here it is. Verse 17, verse uh, chapter 7, verse 17. He tells us that these beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. So these are kings. They are nations. They are kingdoms that are going to uh, 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 be established, that are going to exist in the end time. This is what Daniel is showing us in his vision here in chapter 7. But there's one note, one important note that I want to make sure to mention here. If you notice, when we saw over here in, in, in chapter 7, that there was... This beast, the lion, it said here, and the lion had, the lion, verse 4, the first beast was as, as a lion with eagle's wings, and I beheld the wings thereof until it were plucked, plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand upon the feet as a man. So he watched, and Daniel, Daniel kept watching this beast, this lion, until the eagle wings that were on the beast were plucked away. And then it took on the form of a man and had a man's heart. But in Revelation, we don't see any vision at all of a, a, a of an eagle. What happened to the eagle? All these beasts 
that Daniel saw in chapter 7 are now merged together in chapter 13 of Revelation, but the but the eagle is missing. Let's go back and see if we can find where the eagle is. So in chapter 12, in chapter 12, Uh, where am I at? Chapter 12, verse. Okay, here we are. Chapter 12. Let me, let me start here. Verse, um, verse 10. I'm going to redo a little bit of reading, but I'm starting here. Verse 10. And I heard a loud voice saying, uh, in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and, and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore, verse 12, therefore rejoice ye heaven and ye that dwell uh, in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. And of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath. This is important that you uh, hear this, that you notice this. Now watch, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast down to earth, watch, there was a war in heaven. And he lost that battle. So now he's cast down to earth. And when, uh, let me see this again, and when the devil, verse 13, and when the dragon saw that he was cast down unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. Now, who are we talking about? We're talking about who brought forth the man-child. We're referring to Israel. Israel. And who, and who brought forth the man-child? Jesus was the man-child that was brought forth. He was the king referred to as the king of the jews right all right verse 14 and to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly unto the uh, uh fly into the wilderness into her place where she uh, is nourished for a time times and half a time from the face of the serpent and the serpent cast out of his mouth as a flood after the woman that he might uh, cause her to be carried away in the flood. And the earth uh, helped the woman and the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keep the commandments of, of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to go back to verse 13 because, again, we ask the question, where's the eagle? We don't see the eagle. We don't see the eagle in chapter 13. Go back and read chapter 13 of Revelations. There is no eagle there. Of all the beasts mentioned, there is no eagle. So what were we trying to warn you and tell you? That the United States, and this is according to the word of God, according to the spirit of prophecy, according to this word, that the United States is not going to be a part of a one world government. That's not, that, that's, that's, that, that's not the call of this country. The call of this country, again, let's see what the call of this country was, what, was to be in the end time. And the woman, talking, and that's Israel again, and the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place where she is nourished for a time, times, and half a time. When we refer to time, times, half a time, we're now talking about 
great tribulation, three and a half years. Watch, a time is one year. Times is two years. And then half a time is a half a year. So three and a half years. Now, when you put the pieces of the puzzle together, Jesus says something about this, about this time, times, and half a time. He actually gave it a name, though. Right here in Mark, uh, Matthew, Matthew chapter 24, chapter 24. Right here, verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, this is what we're talking about. When ye, sh- when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whosoever readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the, uh, on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Where am I at on time? Okay, all right. Just want to make sure we're good. Verse 18, neither let him which is in the field return uh, return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child uh, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the, not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Then shall the great tribulation, such such as was not seen since before the world to this time, nor, no, nor ever shall be. Now watch. He's telling, oh, let me finish reading here, uh, verse, verse 22. And except those days be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now watch. And then this is the part where I I, 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 uh, go in and say, if you notice, he talks about the great tribulation first. Notice that when Jesus is talking, he didn't say anything about any pre-trib rapture. No one's being raptured away early. uh, None of that is happening. He doesn't say anything about a rapture until later on. Watch this. And And so since I'm talking about it, since I brought it up, let me finish the thought. You go down here to verse 29. He said, immediately after the tribulation of those days, what days was I just talking about? The great tribulation. I just finished giving you the description and the action of the things that's going to happen in the what's called the abomination of desolation. The abomination of desolation where the Antichrist will be revealed. That's how we'll know who the Antichrist is. And when the anti and when that action happens, we know that we now have three and a half years before the battle of Armageddon and the coming of Jesus Christ. But let me finish this thought. It said immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear a sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming out of the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. Here's that trumpet. That's the trumpet we've been waiting for. But look when it happens. Verse 29, it said immediately after the tribulation of those days. There's no trumpet sounding. Let me finish verse 31. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So. Here it is, God's warning us. But I asked myself, I've been asking myself this week, why in the world, and I'm going to 
shut this down just a little bit. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on this. I may pick it back up again next week, but um, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on, on this. But I was praying, I was asking, why is it so hard for us to take heed and listen to a warning given? And then I remembered this word right here in Ecclesiastics, Ecclesiastics um, chapter 9, verse 16. One verse, watch this. Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. What does that mean? Read it again. Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, a poor man's wisdom is despised. And his words are not heard. Now, this is not talking about um, some poor homeless uh, vagabond, you know, uh, homeless man, you know. So it's 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 really talking about it's really it's really talking about the the lesser man, the the lesser looked upon man, the the um um the one the one who is not of great stature, who you know who doesn't. You know, who's not prim and proper and he just looked upon about, you know, you don't ooh and ah when you see this this person. This this is a, you know, kind of a, you know, uh, a peon as such. You know, it, the peon's words are not heard. They're despised. Whether even though the peon's words may be full of wisdom, it may be full of wisdom. Because he is looked upon as a lesser person. His words are not his words are despised and they're not heard at all. Watch. I'll show you an example in the Bible. I don't want I don't want to I'm not gonna turn to it because I wanna um I wanna hurry up and close here, but um and I don't want to get sidetracked. There's some other things I wanted to say here. But you remember when when Sam, when Samuel is told to go down to Jesse's house. To anoint the new king. Now watch. Saul was still serving. And I remember my, my former pastor. Bishop Ellis preached this message. One of his hallmark messages. It was called. You're fired. And he talked about. He preached about how. Saul was still king. He still had his crown. He still set on his throne. He still walked in the palace and he still pointed and gave directions to people. But in God's eye, he was fired. God moved his hand and he went somewhere else. And Samuel went down to Jesse's house to anoint the king because the new king, because God told him that's where to find him. However, when Jesse went down there, and he sent warning to Jesse, get your sons together. I'm coming down there to anoint. God said the king is coming from your house. He went down there to anoint the king. And when he got there, when he got there, the first boy who came out, he may have been the oldest, the, 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 the eldest of, of all the sons, whatever. But he, when he came out, he was this nice, tall, you know, not tall, dark, handsome, you know, strapping young man. And Samuel said, surely this is God's anointed. Surely this is the king. And God interrupted him and told him, you're looking at the continents. You're looking at the man. You, you're looking at what you see. But I look at the heart. This is not him. And he went, he went through the rest of the house. This boy, that boy, that boy, nobody. That's it. Now, Samuel knew what God told him. You said the king was coming out of this house. Jesse, is this it? Are these all the boys? And Jesse said, now watch. Watch who the kings, who would, who, who, who would be the one who would be anointed king Watch what his first battle in life was. Jesse said, Jesse says to him, what's up, bro? Jesse says to him, 
He said, well, I have another son, but he's out in the back. He's out tending to the sheep. David probably was shorter in stature, a real dirty, ruddy, you know, a real dirty, dirty guy. He's, he's, out in the, he's out in the back with the sheep. Jesse told him, or uh, uh, Samuel told Jesse to bring him in. He comes in. And when Samuel held the horn of oil over David's head, the horn, the oil was released. Now, David's first battle for acceptance because of the call on his life was in his own home. Because Jesse had the instructions to bring all the boys in the house because Samuel was coming to anoint the son king. And he left this youngest boy, he let, he, he, he let the one who was he thought was least likely, the, the one who he thought was not uh, 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 reputable enough, he left him in the field. But that was the one God wanted. God knows. Watch this. You better learn to pay attention and look and seek to find out where is God's hand? Where did God place his hand? Who has God anointed? We we, we like to look at. We, we, we like the shiny things. We like. That's our problem. We like all the shiny things. You you look good and smell good and talk nice and 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 you look like you something. And they just may be full of dead man's bones and they talk sharp and smart. But what but 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 is God's hand on them? What do they know? You better learn to discern the heart of God and find out who is God using in these last days instead of looking for the popular one. Well, they, I mean, they got a degree. They got a church. They got this. They got that. They got this and the other. You better learn to, to discern. You have to discern who knows or, 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 or um, um, who really has a sense of what is going on? Who really has the heartbeat of God in these last days? You can't afford to be listening. We can't afford to be listening to anything that comes out of everybody's mouth because everybody does not know who God is. Sure, there's a lot. Well, I, I, I'm going to close with this story. And I think I told this story before. I'm going to close with this story. I was on a um I was on a, a certain social media site. That's all I want to say cuz I don't want to I don't want to bring any I'm not bashing the site in other words. So so that's that part is not important. And so I was in I was invited in into this conversation and so we were and we just happened to be talking about the book of Daniel, Daniel 7. We had to be talking about Daniel seven, and I think what the what what I I think I I'm laying down the groundwork. It appears I'm laying down the groundwork. So what I was going to do today, it will be our part two for next week. So this is just the groundwork, and I'm gonna close with this story, and that'll be it. So uh, we were um, in this in this uh, conversation, and. Um, Uh, we were discussing the book of uh, Daniel, chapter 7. And one of the fellas was saying some outrageous, I mean, it was just some outrageous stuff. I just, stuff I had never even heard of before. And, um, and I, I mean, I wasn't going to bring any, I wasn't going to disrespect the guy because, you know, we all, we are all running with our own interpretations and our own understanding. And you read the Bible, you pray. You, you 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 run over here, and I got a bunch of commentaries over here, and 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 sets and stuff like that. You know, whatever we read our read this, you know, all our stuff and everything, and we think we know um, all of that and everything. But this one fella who decided that he was going to rebuke this guy who told this outlandish, 
he had an outlandish interpretation of chapter seven. I don't even remember some of the stuff he was saying. But he read him the riot act. Just read him the riot act. Oh, I'm apostle this and that and whatever, whatever. And I and I, I've been in ministry this long or whatever. And I got a degree in this and everything. And he was just just talking all just just a whole bunch of stuff, a whole whole bunch of stuff. And I sat there. And I just listened to him, and I said to myself, I said, you know what, I don't even really want to even be bothered with this conversation because it seems like it's going sideways right now. But I just sat there waiting for my turn because after I said what I was going to say, then I was just going to dip out. But as I sat there, the Spirit of the Lord said to me, you know, this guy's talking all big. You know, you're not going to attack the the integrity and the context of the word and this and that and everything. And, and, and then he started breaking down what he thought chapter seven was actually saying. So I'm, I'm listening to him and the spirit of the Lord told me this, and I'll never forget this. And people to this day get mad at me for saying this, but this is where the original thought came from. So the Lord said to me this, he said, degrees, he was just, he was touting how many degrees he got, all of this stuff. He said, and the Lord said to me this, he said, Degrees do not mean that you know me. It just means that you pass man's system on me. Let me say that again. Degrees do not mean that you know me. Now, this is God talking. And I was writing this down because I, I was not going to forget these words. Degrees do not mean that you know me. It just means that you passed man's system on me. And so I thought about that. And so when it was my turn to say, hey, look, yo, everybody has a different interpretation of what they think, you know, whatever. We got to learn just to respect what people say. That's it. You know, whatever. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting all this twisted, you know, about what this young fella said and and what you saying. You just repeating words that you got from a commentary and you got a degree and all of that. But while you was talking, this is what the Lord told me. And I'm just going to say it. I'm going to give you my interpretation, which really differs from the commentary. I don't have time to break that down now. But in the weeks coming ahead, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to show you why. Or I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you an example why you can't always trust everything that even the commentary says. I'm just going to give you an example. Or not, not now, but... So I told him, I said, look, so I gave him exactly, I told him exactly what the Lord said, you know, whatever. And I gave my example, you know, and that was it. Of course, he was upset. And when I, whenever I repeat and say it now today, everybody gets upset because you, you think I'm taking shots at you and degrees and titles and stuff like that. And that's not it at all. But I will say this. Remember when Jesus said, many will say on that day, Lord, Lord. Many will say, Lord, Lord, but everybody's not going to, you know, inherit the earth. Everybody's not going to uh, be entered into the, uh, uh, received into the kingdom. Remember, Jesus did say, he said, he said, he said that there are going to be people that he is going to say, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. He said, some people he's going to tell them, depart from me. Oh, but Lord. We've done this in your name. We've done that in your name. We cast out devils. Now watch this. In order for you to cast out a devil, it would seemingly mean that you have to have some type of power with God. If you don't have God's power, how are you casting out the devil? Yet Jesus said to folk who just said, but we did this and we prophesied in your name. We cast out devils. And Jesus is still going to say to some people on that great day, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So we better be careful how we walk. Be careful how you talk. Be careful who you receive. Be careful who you turn away. Be careful how you treat people and how do you, you know, and, 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 and how you love on people. Be careful in, even in your, in your, even in your disagreements. It's okay to disagree. 
agree to agree to disagree, but even be, be, be careful in your disagreement because, because you don't know what is going to cause you to be turned away in that great day on that great day. You have no idea what may be, what may cause you to be turned away on that great day. And so I'm going to close with that because I don't want to, if I start thinking of another point, then I'll stay there until I finish that thought. And I didn't, and I, and I, I want to be obedient to this shifting that I received and what we actually planned for tonight. We will share next week. I think what we just set today was just a, a, a foundation for next week. So I just wanted to thank you again for um, this is the Straight Truth Radio podcast. Again, the place where the lip of truth endures forever. Here where we're just trying to uh, bring some understanding to end time events. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at straighttruthradio at yahoo.com. That's straighttruthradio at yahoo.com. On our social media sites, if you're watching us on Facebook, that's Clifford Kelly. And also Clifford Kelly and also Straight Truth Radio, uh, Straight Truth Radio, uh, the page Straight Truth Radio on uh, YouTube, Straight Truth Radio Podcast, the Straight Truth Radio Podcast on Twitter, uh, straight, at Straight Truth R1, at Straight Truth R1 or at CK Holy Man. On our um, podcast formats, Apple, Anchor, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Podbean, Radio Public, and Spotify. Remember, hold on to Him that is able to keep you from failing and from falling. Remember, we are not sinless, we just sin less because of Him who became sin for us. So remember, until we meet next week, or until we meet next time remember stay strong stay true we love you hey listen again i want to thank each and every last one of you who have been watching and who've been listening please share this content with someone this word has been is 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 amazing where god has taken this word we've mentioned all the countries that you know the lord has been um allowing this word to be downloaded from and so what we want to do is just be obedient and do what god has called us to do Again, we love you all, praying for you, pray for us. We'll see you next week right here on Straight Truth Radio Podcast. God bless you.